everyone and welcome to race time radio y'all ready to talk racing for the next couple of hours here live tonight on sirius xm channel 167 canada talks i'm joe chisholm along with joe chisholm jr right here in the race time radio studio what's going on tonight there june bug hey lots of uh lots of racing this weekend Ooh. we uh i didn't get to a racetrack this is the first weekend of the summer that uh i didn't make it to a live race, but uh, uh, you know, caught lots of uh, lots of cool action from over at Bristol. Oh yeah, they really got her on there. Uh, uh, Grand End Finger seen uh, Finger finish second on Wednesday night. Uh, yeah, not a bad run for him. Yeah, definitely the uh, the Arca and Truck weekend. Uh, you know, on uh, the midweek. Uh, love that, uh, you know, lo- love that event. Uh, it's been a longstanding event where they have, uh, you know, their, their midweek bash at, at Bristol. Um, the Xfinity race, though, that's the one that jumps out to oh, me. That was man. the uh, that was the race of the weekend by far. Um, uh, huge congrats to AJ Allmendinger for picking up that win. But, uh, man, the tenacity and the elbows up driving that we've seen. Um, you know, it was the, uh, the Bristol of yesteryear. And, uh, I think, you know, everybody was talking about the, the way that they laid the PJ one down, just a thin strip right down around the bottom and it turned that racetrack into a bottom feeder again. And, uh, man, it was, uh, it was lights out racing all weekend long. And, and, uh, it was definitely a lot of fun to watch. Well, I've seen a comment from Moody. Yeah. He said, uh, we won't be talking about putting dirt on Bristol for a while after a show like that. Yeah, definitely. It's, uh. It, it you know they they showed the dirt <laughs> it's still on property uh uh you know out in the, one of the big parking lots uh you know on uh you know on the outskirts of the property at Bristol uh just a massive uh a massive property in the mountains of Tennessee but uh um yeah definitely i i you know i thoroughly enjoyed myself watching uh the uh the Xfinity race and and uh, majority of the cup race as well but uh uh, man, you can't say enough about what that Xfinity package is. And, and uh, you know, I think the uh, tweet that stands out to me is Carson Hosevar. <laughs> he uh, he laid down a, uh, you know, an, a, an unpopular opinion, um, but uh, a, a very popular within the community, but everybody's afraid to say it. Um, can we just make the Xfinity car the cup car for next year? Um, you know, uh, that, uh, that was a, a bold statement from a, from a young guy. And, and, uh, I hope he doesn't catch too much backlash from that because I think a lot of people are thinking the exact same thing. The racing that we have seen from the Xfinity series has been incredible this year. And, um, you know, it's been, it's been, uh, you know, definitely refreshing to see because for a lot of years there, <laughs> it was, uh, it was dwindling quick on the Xfinity excitement side uh you know since the bush series back in the day um you know it was kind of dwindling there and and uh we're seeing a a whole new leaf turnover uh in the past i'm gonna say 13 months uh in that xfinity series with the the rule structure that they have with the the parity that they have 
you know, with the diversity of teams that they have, it's just been uh, it's been incredible to watch. And I think uh, what we've seen on on uh, Friday night uh, with AJ Allmendinger and those guys, uh, just a, an incredible statement of what those cars can do. And and uh, uh, it was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was it was a good weekend overall. Lots of winners. We got a busy show tonight. Yeah, we sure do. Let me tell you who we've got coming up, and I mean coming up real fast here. How about the ninety nine of Craig Slon White? Man, the guy got it done again. Uh, you're going to be thinking this is a rerun program, but it isn't. Uh, Craig Slon White, uh, driver of the ninety nine presidential Chevrolet out there on Canada's east coast, out in the Maritimes. Uh, Craig goes out there. He uh, wasn't. It, it wasn't a tour race this weekend. It was the uh, Mike Stevens Memorial at Petty International Raceway, uh, 200-lap race. And look at this. Craig Slonwhite goes out and gets the job done again. That is four, count them up, four big races that uh, Craig has won back to back to back to back. And he is going to join us right off the top of the show. I know Sue's got him racked and ready to go. Uh, we're going to get to him in just a moment. Uh, we're going to catch up with Mike Garrow tonight here, Rev TV Canada. I got to check in with Mike. That'd be a quick, quick conversation with Mike. But we're going to find out what's happening there at Rev. I know they got lots coming down the pipe. And I thought it'd be a good idea to get a quick word with Mike tonight. So we're going to do that. Uh, Andrew Ranger. Yeah, we heard from Andrew last week and the week before that because he wins. And uh, he's doing a bunch of stuff. How about it? He's the champion in that Avion Motorsports RS1 Cup Series out in BC. Area 27 is where the finale was this weekend. Andrew Ranger goes out. Uh, and gets the job done. He is the champion for the RS1 Tour, and he is going to join us tonight on the show. Uh, Jake Sheridan, yep, you heard from Jake. He won a race last week. Well, guess what? He won again on Friday night, only he didn't win the race. I don't know. Maybe he won the race. I don't know if he won the race or not, but I can tell you he won the championship at Delaware Speedway for the late models. Jake Sheridan back on the show tonight. We'll talk NASCAR Pinties getting uh, set and ready to go into that finale weekend that is coming up. Uh, and the point leader right now in the NASCAR Penny Series is Alex Tagliani. We got Tags going to drop on by the show. And just a couple of weeks ago, Rory Smith, driver the number 16, out on Canada's West Coast, out in BC, Western Speedway. Uh, it was the Canada 200, and we've been trying now for two weeks to get Rory on the show. We got him lined up, and he is coming on tonight. Uh, we'll talk Canada 200. Uh, he also picked up another win, I believe, at... hmm. I can't remember the name of the Speedway, but he did pick up another win. It was a 150, and he got the job done last week. That's why we couldn't get him on the show. He was actually in the race car. Uh, they got rained out on Saturday night, had to run the race on Sunday. So uh, Rory couldn't be with us on the air and in the race car. But uh, good news is we got him all lined up for tonight, and uh, he's going to join us right off the hop. Uh, but let's get to the hotline, shall we? And let's bring in, how about the driver of that 99? The guy is totally on fire right now. We have Craig Slonwhite with us. Uh, wins again. The Mike Stevens Memorial. We got him on the hotline. What's going on tonight there, Mr. Slonwhite? How are you making out? 
How about I hit the right button? Oh, how about I hit this? Okay, now we got Craig Slon, right? Craiger, what's going on, man? You did it again. Four in a row. Look at you go. Did it again, man. What a time we're having. <laughs> you uh, Things just keep coming up. Uh, you, you got wild cards coming all over the place. Uh, you, you're hitting on all cylinders right now. Man, it's phenomenal. That's uh, There's no other word to, de- to describe it. It's uh, It's been an awful, awful fun ride that we've been on here this year, and it's just want to keep on rolling now. But I can tell you Mike Stevens will be looking down from the heavens and he will have a smile on his face knowing that you went out and won his memorial race. Um, uh, you know, you guys were really close friends and uh, it, it, that's a special race to win. I know he was a real good close friend of yours. Uh, what was it like picking up the 200 win? Oh, man, it was like one, one of the biggest ones uh, of my career, really. I mean, everybody... Everybody wants to win those memorial events, you know, just like when I won the Scott Fraser Memorial Cup, like at Speedway 660 and then the Cat 250 under the Scott Fraser banner. And then, and then this one here, um, just Mikey and I, I mean, I shouldn't say Mikey and I, but there was, there was a handful of us, um, that were real close. We always camped at the racetracks and, you know, always had the big food, had jams with the guitars and singing and, all that kind of stuff, and then when we lost Mike, it was uh, kind of crazy. And um, you know, since Wayne and Ellen got petty and started putting this memorial race on, it's uh, it's been it's been one that's on the radar. Uh, and and here we are, we were able to pull it off. Incredible, uh, Craig! Take us back through the two hundred. Where did you qualify? Where did you get the start? Were you up front all night and stayed there, or did you have to work for it? Uh, time trial fifth, and that locked us into starting fifth. Um, you know, there were so many good cars. Johnson, Corey, um, the 40 was good, the 03 was good, uh, a lot of cars, you know, the 54 was good. Um, a lot of cars started, you know, a lot of cars that started the race were capable of winning it the way I, the way I see it. And, uh, just started fifth and kind of, Road right there, pick one one off at a time, and then um, Corey and I kind of got one and two and swapped the lead back and forth and kind of ran a little a little ways away with it in the in the early stages and um, and I, Wayne Wayne had a forty lap uh, competition caution just so that nobody would stink up the show, tighten the field up with that many cars. There was thirty, I think thirty one cars started the race. Wow. Um, yeah, it was awesome. It was the, the biggest car count in the Maritimes in a long time, like years. Um, so, uh, yeah, I guess road one, two for the first, you know, 50 laps. I think, I think, uh, so there was a caution at the very first and then we went to lap 55, maybe something like that, um, to get the first caution. And then second caution was, uh, 105. So Corey and uh, everybody kind of took tires. It was a mandatory pit stop. So um, I was kind of trying to play a little bit of the rain game too because uh, the satellite showed rain was coming. And I thought, well, them guys can pit. I'm staying out for, you know, to, to lap 120-ish, something like that, 130. Um, you know how you know how it works. So you, you get those... Uh, you get that in the mindset, and then all of a sudden the guys are pulling off. You think you need to go, too, and I didn't. I actually stayed on the track, and 
played the rain game and the rain didn't come and it was like oh man now we screwed ourselves because the the next competition caution so that was <clears throat> i guess lap 105 i led to 145 when the next caution came out and then i thought well we needed to pick because of the mandatory caution um so we pit and took tires my guys killed it in the pits um come back out and restarted restarted i think ace maybe not Seventh, bad. Eight, something like that mm-hmm. um and made quick work of everybody that was in front of me uh you know was able to just get the get the passes done that i needed to, to uh, i got boxed in a little bit for probably 10 laps it felt like 100 but um <laughs> the car was just phenomenal it would go anywhere on the track i wanted to point it and i just needed to bide my time or i was going to tear it up and uh threaded the needle a couple times but then um you know pulled off to the pulled off to the uh to the lead and and grabbed the checkers that's amazing it sounds like a really exciting race and uh, you know yeah, that, that structure said, said that it was probably one of the better races actually that that's uh in, in a few years so that that was a that, that's, that's nice hearing that kind of stuff yeah absolutely that structure um and late model racing goes hand in hand you know i i think yeah. i think to you know obviously races where you have one set of tires and you drop the rag and you've got one set of tires and you got to go balls out to the end you know i think of you know the late model races around here in ontario uh even you know the, the maritime stuff like that uh the, you know there's a lot to be said about those style of races and I, I i like them equally but i love a race that has a little bit of tire strategy in there where you can you know get off sequence you know if everybody just has to take tires at halfway well that that kind of defeats the entire purpose everybody just spent a lot of money for for really nothing you, you know you can make some adjustments and and you you know you can you can make your car better but that being said you know when when you have a guy on new tires um and everybody has 30 laps on their tires and he has to start deep in the pack uh, that creates some of the most exciting moments in in motorsports to me oh, you yeah. know and and i know you and i and i'm yep. pointing across the table to my dad we've had that conversation about the beat the heat 150 and and those style of races right it's uh um i i it is amazing when you when you have that ability to come down pit road grab tires and and snooker everybody um not saying that you snookered everybody but you know you've got that you've got that ace in in, in the hole and you've got that ability to get back through the field and and all of those great things craig um, you know, looking at, at the season, obviously you've had a dream season, and I think you would call it a dream season. I think everybody around would. You've had a great year so far. Um, yep. and, and, you know, we've, we've had you on the program a couple times. Um, you know, you can hear the excitement in your voice. You can hear all that energy. Um, you kind of alluded to it a little bit, and that's what brings up the question in my mind. For the longest time, Craig Salonwhite was kind of on an island. You know, you had your own team. You hauled to the racetrack. You unloaded. You raced. You went home. And and you, you might have had guys like Gary Crooks or you might have had guys that you can bounce ideas off of setup-wise. But you, you've always been kind of standalone to a certain degree. Um, and I know that you're still doing that today where it still goes in the 99 trailer. It still goes back to the 99 tr- uh, shop. And then you bring it back to the racetrack. But you've technically got teammates now, right? You've got guys like Fury Racing, uh, Andrew Hicken, and all those guys. They're they're classed as as somewhat teammates. I know they're not coming out of the same shop. It's not the same people working on it every every week. But you would have to view them as teammates. How does that change 
your day-to-day when you get to the racetrack? How does that change your mindset? How does that change how Craig Slonwhite races a race? Uh, and obviously, it's for the better. We're seeing a great, a great number um, being posted by you this season. But how does it change how you how you approach race day? Yeah, well, I mean, to to correct that, um, I yes, hundred percent have been on my own island for my whole career, other than two thousand eight when I ran for Frank. Um, but uh, the the this car has not been in my shop yet this year. It's okay. been at King Racing. Um, they prepare it every week. Um, they, they're the ones that unload it on Monday and they shove it back in the box when it's, when the, the service is done, the cleaning's done, the scaling's done, uh, the, the car's just spotless back in the box and I pick it up and go to the racetrack. Um, so even more so you've got teammates then <laughs> you, you, oh, like, it's like it's, it, yeah, yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. Listen, what, what, Andrew and Jonathan and Corey and, and Roly have going on down there at King Racing right now is you've got, I think, six or seven cars, I guess, affiliated. We're all the same. Um, the setups, like my car gets set up off of, uh, you know, Corey's sheet. Corey, Corey's car could get set up off of Marty Prevost's sheet. Like, all the cars are getting set up the same. Um, and, and like Andrew looked at me, he said, I love leaving it up to the drivers. And, and that's, that's my thing. I've always said that. I've always said, you know, I want to get in equal equipment and I want to be the one to do the job. I want to be the one to make the passes. I want to be the one to make, uh, the right call on race day. Like, I think the car's doing this, let's try this or whatever. And to have Andrew there at the track too every week is, I mean, it, it's it's second to none. It's it's phenomenal. It's uh, and 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 not even just Andrew. Corey Corey's there too, and Corey's got one of the brightest futures to come in the sport. Um, he's as smart as smart as a whip and can drive the car. He he actually reminds me, you know, of Scott Fraser. He's the guy that can fab stuff. He's the guy that can build. He can put it together. He can drive it and he can tune it. Um, so he's phenomenal. Um, but again, when the cars leave the shop, I, I keep telling people week after week, uh, I could let's say I had something to do on let's say I had something to do on Saturday, mm-hmm. um, and I couldn't get there until feature time. I would have enough confidence in the race car to unload it and pull it out on the starting grid and start feature. Wow. That's how confident I am in all that gear right now. And you got to be for winning four in a row and not just for, you know, uh, regular Saturday night features. They have been four mega starts and four big wins in the Maritimes. They just quite simply don't get any bigger. Uh, what, so what do you got left, Craig? You got two races left to go? Two point races, yeah. We got uh, two Scotia races. So the 200 this weekend is for points. And then, uh, and then the rescheduled Petty race got rescheduled to to Halifax again on October 2nd, so that's going to be a 150 for points. So two-point races left, both at Halifax. Incredible. Well, uh, I know you got to get running. Uh, you got you got some hockey to play tonight, so you're going to totally yeah. change sports. And, uh, oh, man, yeah. For first game of the season tonight, we're running on three hours of sleep and a hangover, so it's not going to be good. <laughs> I'm the goalie. <laughs> Monday, you're the goalie. Monday morning is going to yeah. suck, my friend. I'm yeah. just, I'm just yeah. letting you know right now. Yeah. That, when those legs start hurting on the top, you'll know why. But Craig Slonwhite, congratulations on the Mike Stevens Memorial 200 win. And uh, Bud, we'll keep your spot lined up here on the show. You keep winning. You're still coming on, man. 
but I'll come on the next couple Sundays. That's no trouble at all. You're going to have to start paying him pretty soon here. He's basically uh, an analyst yeah. for Race Time Radio now. You realize that. Well, yeah, he's breaking it down pretty good. <laughs> uh, I'd just like, like to give a shout-out to, you know, my, my fans, my sponsors, and, and my crew, man. If it wasn't for my crew, you know, Shane, Roderick, Nick, Matt, um, Mike, Curtis, uh, Jonathan, Corey, Andrew, you know. If it wasn't for them guys, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now. So it's pretty phenomenal. And well, this this is just a note for all the Maritime Pro Stock competitors. Um, if you want to come on Race Time Radio, all you have to do is beat Craig Slonwhite. That's all you. So gotta that's do. that's all you know. If <laughs> right. you guys if you guys want to if you guys want to come on and talk to us, all you got to do is go through the '99 car. <laughs> phenomenal. Well, hey Craig, don't be uh, don't don't be getting all the wins out of the way. You got to have a few in the tank here for when uh, Race Time Radio gets back out onto that East Coast and does some broadcasting next year. When this pandemic's all done with, we are coming back out there. Oh, 100% you are. Can't wait to have you back. <laughs> Incredible, bud. You have a good one. Have a good game tonight, and uh, congratulations on another huge win. Thanks a lot, fellas. Talk to you soon. You want to believe it. Craig Slonwhite, driver of the 99, out there in the East Coast International Pro Stock Tour. Uh, last night, not a tour race uh, win. Uh, however, it was the Mike Stevens Memorial at Petty International Raceway. And sure enough, Craig Slonwhite, four in a row. Incredible, to say the least. Going to take a quick break. When we come back... Let's talk Rev TV Canada, shall we? And we'll deal with the president. Stay with us. Hey, y'all having a good time out there. From coast to coast, coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today. Race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward you stop by a napa auto parts store you can count on napa know-how race time radio is brought to you by get take your shot pull the trigger and join rack hunter nation on both sides of the border at get canadians will camp like never before this season Family time will be spent outside, around the campfire. Be prepared for all the elements. Be sure to pack quick, quick fire starters. No need to haul paper or kindling. Just pop a quick, quick fire starter into the pit. Add your wood and presto. You're a professional camper. Let the stories begin. Quick, quick fire starters. Making social distancing bonfires fun. Alexa, play NASCAR radio on Sirius XM. Sirius XM NASCAR radio from Sirius XM. Start your engine! Gain access to NASCAR's biggest name. Martin Truex Jr. Kyle Busch. Chase Elliott. Hear live coverage of every single race. They're side by side for the win. Woo! It's unfiltered 24-7 NASCAR. Welcome to Victory Lane. We've got breaking news. Let's go to the hotline. This is Sirius XM NASCAR radio channel 90. Listen on the app or at home on devices equipped with Amazon Alexa. Learn more at SiriusXM.com slash NASCAR. 
tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indigenous, Nova Scotia. Also by APX Racewear and Quickwick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive out there? Celebrity guest DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home away from home. Great to be here. E Street Radio, Sirius XM Channel 20. Race time radio to go. Streaming live or on demand. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. Hey, off to the hotline we go with uh, a, a guest that I always look forward to catching up with. Uh, of course, Rev TV Canada. Lots happening on the channel right now. Let's welcome in the prez of Rev TV Canada. We got Mike Garrow with us. What's going on tonight there, Michael? How are you? Doing well, Joe. Thanks for having me. Hey, Joe Jr., how you holding up? Hey, man, doing good. I, you know, I was at the boss of the beach, and I never caught up with you. It was funny. I <laughs> seen you down on, uh, you know, down uh, right behind the flag stand, and uh, we just never crossed paths. So it's uh, it's good to catch up with you. I haven't talked to you for a while. Yeah, that was a that was a uh, a great event to be a part of with the boss of the beach, and uh, I will say I was listening to Joe uh, with the ads and stuff with Quickwick. I. Uh, I can tell you over at the Sauble Falls uh, tent and campground, I, I used a few of those quick wick fire starters, and they, they certainly hold up to his name. <laughs> they do, for sure. And they even work in water. You proved it that weekend, I'll tell you. We had a uh, little bit of everything from scorching nice hot sun to uh, soaking rains. Uh, we, we experienced it all that weekend, didn't we, Mike? We did. And it was, you know what, though, Joe, it was a great pleasure to kind of get up there, meet a lot of the folks from the track, the different drivers and teams and stuff. And obviously, um, you know, with Rev TV, we're going to be airing it on Monday night, uh, Boss of the Beach on Rev TV, part of the All North Nation, uh, All North Racing, I should say, at 9 p.m. Eastern. But I do want to give a big shout out to uh, Ingrid Hartman and her husband Clark with uh, Power Pedal. Fantastic folks to work with. And if, if people haven't checked them out on on YouTube, I highly encourage them to do so. I mean, these are these are two people at the grassroots level that are totally dedicated to the sport and doing a dynamite job. Uh, Ingrid shot like a, I don't know somewhere around nine hundred races uh, through the uh, through the, through the lens of her video camera, uh, and it shows too, right, Mike? She uh, she does a good job. She if something happens on that racetrack, I don't know how she does it. But she's got an uncanny ability to make sure she's got it in her frame. She does indeed. And, in fact, you know, Rick Pereira, our GM, who has worked with a number of different TV production companies, was just going on to Ingrid about how amazing her uh, her tracking is on the cars themselves. And, you know, she kind of gave me a, a nice little note, her and Clark, on how they like to not just follow kind of what's up front, but certainly, you know, fall back to the drivers who might not be right up in the chase because – at the end of the day, Joe and Joe, you both know it's it's all about the sponsors that uh, help people uh, get out there and race. 
Absolutely. It sure is. And, you know, they, if they're not at the front now, uh, give them some time. If they're worth their uh, their weight, they are going to be at the front, uh, given enough time and enough experience. Uh, kind of cool how things are working out. Hey, uh, All North Racing, things are really firing on all cylinders. You got that program up and running. Uh, you mentioned it. We're going to see the boss of the beach uh, coming up Monday night at 9 p.m. Eastern, but you've got a lot happening there. Uh, going back to the beginning of the month, the Canada 200 was live on Rev TV Canada. Uh, tonight, a little bit later in the show, we're going to hear from the winner of that race. We've been trying for a few weeks to get Rory on. Uh, he's yep. been busy inside his race car, but we're going to have the winner of that Canada 200 on tonight. And uh, that that's how you kicked off the month of September it's been uh, a new race every Monday night. It really has. And, in fact, you know, it, it really has started even back in July when we first announced the stuff with the All-North Racing uh, submission programs. You know, I think a lot of people were still trying to figure it out. But, I mean, I think, uh, you know, Ed and Rebecca have done a great job at trying to kind of simplify the process of how people, whether it's, you know, the tracks, uh, series, uh, production companies, you know, submit their races, whether it's something that we do on a delay basis or if it's something like, for example, our All North Racing uh, special editions that we did with the folks at Avion Speedway. We actually did, oh, geez, we've done over four events with them live, and I certainly give a big shout-out to, to Todd Lewis and, and Joel Robinson for kind of bringing those races together. And then they also did the uh, race for us uh, that we were fortunate to air from Penticton Speedway that uh, – Joel and Todd did a great job on. And then, you know, we've been airing races from uh, High Speedway out in Alberta. You know, uh, Len Morissette and his team with CIA Solutions, you know, they got together and they partnered with the track. And, you know, they've already delivered four different races. So uh, it's coming from all the different areas. And like I said, Joe, very excited to be airing you know, boss of the beach with some uh, Ontario content here starting on Monday. Well, what you have managed to do, Mike, you and your team at Rev TV Canada have, uh, is simply been amazing over, you know, you, you take a look, it takes a long time to get stuff put together and what you guys have accomplished uh, w within the span of one year has been just simply amazing uh, to see how everything has uh, been unfolding. And it's going to be a busy off season. I know, I'm excited. Finally, uh, anybody that's been following Race Time Radio knows that I've been on this bandwagon for about six months now saying I want Rev TV Canada. I want Rogers to do it. Uh, finally, my patience ran out and I said, enough. I'm going to get my Shaw satellite back out. I'm going to see if I can line it up in our current address. And, uh, you know, Mike, I've been successful. I lined it up, and last night at around 8 o'clock, I had Rev TV live on my television, and today I cemented the post in. Guess what? Rev TV, I've got it full tilt now, and I'm looking forward to the off season because you got a lot of stuff, not only from a live perspective, but there's going to be a lot of stuff that I probably missed throughout the course of the summer that I may get a chance to be able to pick up. Oh, it, it's been busy, Joe. And I will say, I, I did see some images of a, of a satellite dish going up. So, again, we, we thank you as well for, for your support to, uh, to get it on. And, and like I said, we also did uh, a big event up at uh, Canadian Tire Park with Drive Festival. It had its inaugural event. We did three days live from there. And uh, it, it was just a great experience, probably well over 
100,000 people over the course of the three days. And uh, just a lot of customers came up, you know, asked about Rogers. And again, I'll just be very transparent. I mean, it really comes down to them hearing it from the customers. But at the end of the day, you know, the people who are making decisions have to make decisions as they make it. And, uh, you know, ideally, you want to be in a service business. Well, you want to serve the customer's needs. And in your particular case, you decided to uh, to do what you do. So thank you for doing that. And, and I will say, you're right, there is a lot of stuff. I mean, this weekend alone, you know, we had five live races on the channel. We, you know, we had uh, MotoGP Live. We had two rounds of Indy Lights, uh, which is nearing the end. And that's been a very close series. Uh, and we also had the World Superbike. So uh, a lot of stuff on there. We got new races tonight debuting from our friends at, uh, at Speedsport TV that uh, fires up at 8 o'clock there. Um, and just a lot of stuff. And I will mention, too, that, uh, you know, very excited, and I know you, you know the gentleman as well, but uh, Snowcross with the Canadian Snowcross and Ken Evans series, we're going to be doing uh, that live as well. So you're talking, you know, you're talking over 16 rounds, and uh, it's going to be some exciting stuff uh, even as we move into the winter season. Oh, I'll tell you about Snowcross, the CSRA stuff. Um, uh, I'm a big fan of it. Uh, in the off season, you got to be looking for something. And here in Canada, uh, snowcross is something that I've always, uh, and it was Junior actually that turned me on to it. He said, "Hey, check this out. You got to watch some of this snowcross stuff." I said, "Oh, come on, Junior. I want to see some stock car type stuff." No, 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 no. You got to <laughs> check this out in the winter. And uh, sure enough, I did. I got hooked and. Uh, just amazing to watch. It's going to be an interesting off season. Uh, it, 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 it's if you are into any kind of motorsports, you guys have got them all covered, man. You got every base covered. Well, I mean, and that's what we wanted to do, right? And we've talked about this before. Is that we really wanted to kind of have a diversified lineup that will apply and and be you know viewable to various audiences. You know, you've got your dirt fans and. Uh, I certainly feel that, you know, we, we have that covered, whether it's uh, Tony Stewart All-Star Circuit Champions or, or USAC or even some of the, the, the racing that we get from uh, our friends at Speedsport, as I mentioned. But then, you know, you can get into some of the other things like, you know, World Rally or MotoGP. And, you know, I getting into the MotoGP, i got to tell you, man, the speeds that those guys get up to on the MotoGP and, and the WSBK World Superbike, unbelievable, unbelievable visuals and stuff around it. And I think at the end of the day, you know, you have your different people that are different fans of certain things, but I think at the end of it, you know, people are leaving it on and saying, hey, you know what, I hadn't seen that before, this series gearing up that we've got, you know, 32 weeks that kind of travels the globe and does everything from, you know, Enduros right through to showing you behind-the-scenes stuff of, of drag racing from Australia. So, Again, I think it's just providing a little bit of something for everybody, and and hopefully that makes it uh, makes it work. Well, those superbike guys are technically crazy watching them, and, and I agree with what you're saying. I've seen some of the clips uh, from the superbikes, and I, I couldn't do it, Mike. I don't know. I, I have a hard enough time on four wheels. Those guys doing it on two, they're crazy. <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty spectacular stuff. But but like I said, you know, coming back on the all north racing, it's it's great to have. A program like this set up, um, you know, we, we listened a lot about uh, hearing the different things in the market. Obviously, Joe, as I mentioned, you know, we appreciated your insight as well as as both being a you know a series runner and, and a track owner and and being involved in the industry. And you know, we talked a little bit about the haves and have-nots. And I can clearly tell you that uh, anybody out there who's uh, listening, if they've got themselves a, a race series, if you're with a track, if you're a production company, so much now with the t- streaming technology. You know, submit it in. 
you know, we're, 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 we're providing free airtime. Uh, we're turning around, as I mentioned. We will take the files in. We'll do the edit. Um, you know, we'll put it into a nice two, two-hour package. We even provide commercial airtime that you can bring either back to your sponsors or seek new ones. Um, at the end of the day, you know, what's in it for Rev? Well, you know what? A lot of these people that watch and participate are also our customers. So if this is a way for us to kind of give back to uh, Canadian grassroots racing, then that's what we're doing. That's amazing. And and giving back to the motorsports community, it, it comes back to you. When you do that, it comes back to you. You know, you look at sponsors that do that on a consistent basis. Um, you know, it's just incredible uh, to, to see the, the racing community rally behind it. And, and uh, you know, definitely good on you guys for uh, for noticing it, for seeing it. And, you uh, you know, it's definitely a, uh, a a bright spot for sure for Canadian motorsports. Uh, I urge everybody definitely to take a look. Now, I do got to ask you. Obviously, yep. you know you're a little biased because it's going to be on your show uh, or it's going to uh, be on your channel. But what do you think about the the bracket style racing at Sobel Speedway as a as a, a fan of motorsports, as a gearhead yourself? What do you think about the uh, the show, at the the Boss of the Beach? What do the fans got to to look forward to? Uh, were you a fan of the actual platform? You know what? And, and I'm not going to give you a homer answer. I'm going to tell you I, I was. I really liked, as I said to, to you, Joe, I liked the combines that you did and the United Eights and stuff like that. I think it it really kind of upped the, the energy and stuff around it. And uh, I, I just I really liked how that was set up. And I think it, it even... It offers from a, again, I'm not, I've never been a driver, so I'm not going to pretend I have been, but it certainly offers from a driver's standpoint um, a, certainly a, a, an even bigger competitive field. And, you know, if I'm not mistaken, Joe, there was a, a pretty strong car count out there on both days. Oh, yeah, 25, uh, full fields in both, 25 in the one, 24 in the other class. Uh, yeah, full fields. Yeah, and the, and the only thing that was, you know, messing us around is, is uh as uh, as Jim and, and Dave were talking about, was was Mother Nature herself? You know, at, at everything that they were explaining about being right there with Sobel between uh, right there on the peninsula area, and it coming in, and it would just kind of come in, and that flag would stand up straight, and everybody <laughs> would run for cover. But good on you guys and and the track for getting in the laps, finding a way to kind of make that work. And the fans, you know, they they were there, uh, and people will see it. They were there in droves. I was uh, very very fortunate to see for the owners with the track that. Uh, has such a tremendous turnout on on the final race of the season. Wow, just amazing. And I know uh, fans coast to coast here in Canada uh, will get an opportunity uh, Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, to check out. You want to find out what a United 8 race is all about. You've heard us talk about it. Uh, Well, the good part is you can crank on Rev TV Canada and actually physically watch it and draw your own conclusions on what you think of it. And uh, it'll be great to hear from everybody uh, and and see what everybody's opinion is. I know it's worked real good up here in Gray and Bruce County. But, uh, Mike, we much appreciate your time tonight on Race Time. And uh, thanks so much for doing everything that you do to keep all of us going. And uh, I can't wait, man. I'm uh, Now I got Rev TV Canada. Look out. No, I appreciate that, Joe. And, and definitely I want to say to the listeners, if you, if you haven't had a chance to like or follow us, please do so because uh, tomorrow prior to the race, um, thanks to Sobble Speedway and that, we'll be giving away some uh, Sobble Speedway uh, hoodies, so obviously with the colder weather coming, and a couple of the Rev TV bags to go with it. So certainly get on there on the socials, like, follow, etc., and uh, and uh, we'll be giving away those items. So, again, very, very thankful to uh, Sobble 
uh, Sobble Speedway for, for participating. Uh, can't wait to see it. Uh, we're going to be geared up right here. We're going to have a little party here tomorrow night and, and watching that United 8 race. Uh, kind of close to the heart, it was Junior that actually developed the concept in his mind. I told him he was nuts when he first said it. <laughs> and uh, look, look what it's all turned into. Uh, pretty cool stuff. Mike Garrow, thanks so much for the time. Say hi to Rick. Say hi to Rebecca. And I know we'll catch up with you again real soon. Absolutely. Joe and Joe Jr., thanks again for your time. Gentlemen, have a great one. And, Stu, thanks very much for taking the call. You betcha. That is Mike Garrow, Rev TV Canada. Uh, you want to get that channel. I'll tell you, I'm so excited. I can't wait to get things glued up here, Junior. And uh, tomorrow night's going to be a big night. It will be for sure. It's uh, it's going to be pretty neat. We'll, uh, we'll tune in and uh, we'll catch all the action. We sure will. We're going to hit a break here when we come back. How about a champion? One of the first, I would say of 2021 this one was out on canada's west coast andrew ranger a familiar name when you talk championships this time he did it in bc we'll talk to him about it on the other side of the break stay with us hello race fans this is adam andretti and you're listening to the best with Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada, to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is fueled by BP Race Fuel, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. Finally, winter is in the rearview mirror. Camping this year is going through the roof. Be prepared for your getaway. Pack a good supply of Quick Quick Fire Starters. Seasoned pro campers have been using Quick Quick Fire Starters for over 30 years. No need to take paper or kindling. Just add your wood and your Quick Quick Fire Starter and let the stories begin around the campfire. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the official starter of spring and summer. Gene Simmons and his famous tongue stop by Canada Talks. We were recording some demos at Electric Lady Studios in New York City. And the first record had just come out a few doors down from Electric Lady Studios, which was built by Jimi Hendrix and his people. I remember going a few doors down in this small record company. It had Kiss album in the window. And I remember going in and buying it. And it was sort of like magic. Canada Talks, Sirius XM Channel 160. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. Men, 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 morning men. Hi, I'm Evan Cohen, and I'm Mike Babchak. We were given 30 seconds to describe our show, Morning Men, on Mad Dog Sports Radio, so I'll ask you some questions, and you give me the answers. What do we do for fun? You go to the diner with your family. Me? I drink and forget I have a family. Biggest crush? You? Tom Brady. Me? Anyone in yoga pants. What do we want to do more of? You? Talk about what happened the night before in the world of sports. Me? I would like to do more of my wife. (laughs) I think we just ran out of time. Morning Men, 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern, Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM 82, and the Sirius XM app. 
tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Rev TV Canada, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, and by GetRackHunter.com. Race Time Radio. Only on Sirius XM 167. We get you close. If you're looking for miles per gallon, you're definitely at the wrong place. Maybe a few channels up or a few channels down, you'll find it. But this is Race Time Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. No, this is not a replay. This here is still live on Sirius XM Channel 167. You have heard this guest, uh, I don't know, uh, uh, three weeks in a row, I do believe. But tonight, he comes to us with a championship, uh, the first one of 2021. Let's welcome to the show, uh, Andrew Ranger. What's going on tonight there, Andre? Look at this. You are a champion once again. Exactly. Yes, guys. How are you doing? Doing fantastic. <laughs> man, oh, man. Area 27. I, we know you've been running that Avion Motorsports, uh, uh, the RS1 Cup Series out on uh, Canada's West Coast, out in B.C., and, uh, uh, Andrew, you, the whole goal is to go out and win races. And ultimately, if you can keep, you know, consistent and doing your job, you'll end up being a champion. And look at this, uh, mission accomplished, so to speak. Exactly. You know, with uh, three wins this year, uh, two or three second place, uh, it was an awesome season. Uh, RS1 series, it's a fun series here in the West and, uh, it was a lot of fun, you know, to do a whole volt track in Pictington, uh, the, bre- the brand new track in the Aria 27. Unbelievable. You know, it's, it's been an amazing season. I want to thank everybody there. They worked so hard and they, they gave me a good car and it proved uh, this weekend again with the big, uh, big win and, uh, with the championship at the end. So what, what, what I can ask more than that. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Take us back through Saturday night's race. How did you qualify? How did the race go? Obviously, uh, with checkered flag at the end. Now, I know uh, Dowler won one of the races. You guys ran double features? Yes, it was a double feature, and uh, I qualify on the pole. Uh, the car was very, very good. But on the first race, we have brake problems during the race. Uh, almost pen out, uh, came back on the track and finished on the fifth place, uh, survived there. Uh, second race, we make a big adjustment and fix the brake, and uh, we won the race. So uh, it finished very, very well, and with the championship, you know, it's been the amazing season. Yeah, absolutely. One of the biggest things, Andrew, uh, they talked about it. You know, uh, uh, back in the middle of the summer, they launched it, I think, back to a big release with uh, with Riley Siebert and those guys. Uh, by the looks of it, uh, you know, you, by winning the championship, you, uh, you, you are now qualified to, to go run a, a truck race at Martinsville. How does that all come together, and, and is, that, is that all part of the deal? Yeah, you know, it's uh, when they announced that on the beginning of the, the first race, you know, I said, wow, this is a... Uh a pretty good price, you know, to, to, to have a truck ride. And uh, they say Martinsville. I hope that uh, everything worked for that race. Maybe we can uh, choose another race, but whatever. It's uh, 
it's a great, uh, great, great price. So uh, all season long, I've been fighting with uh, the family seabird there, with Sean McIntosh that I raced with him in the Formula Renault in 2003. So uh, those guys have a lot of experience. They are really good driver, oval and road course. So uh, every every race was a was a challenge. So uh, we we don't dominate there. We finish uh, good, and we won three times. So uh, it's been a lot of fun this year. Andrew, tell us about Area 27. I know we've heard about it lots. Anybody with Rev TV Canada has been fortunate enough to see it. I haven't yet. I'm looking forward to hopefully seeing some reruns through the off season. But that sounds like an incredible speedway uh, to get out and run. I know you love road courses. Uh, you love running the, you know, that that type. Uh, what, what, yep. What's it like? What's it like? Rate it. Well. Area 27, it's uh, right in Oliver. Oliver is between Osoyoth and uh, Pecticton, where it's at uh, two hours from Kelowna. It's uh, where the vineyard are, uh, the winery, uh, the road is beautiful. Okanagan Valley, re- really right there. Uh, the track, it's amazing track. You know, Jack Villeneuve and the Trevor Seabird, they, they designed the track like an unbelievable track with some hills, some really tight corners, uh, long straightaways. Uh, you know what? It's uh, a dream just to race there. It's uh, for a driver you can ask, cannot ask more than that. Uh, Pickington, where's the oval? Again, it's right at the top of the mud. You have the Pickington view right there. Uh, the track, it's a nice small oval with a nice banking. Uh, it it gives like a really good show every night there where we go. So it's uh, it's uh, seriously the package is really fun. You know, it's uh, just to be there uh, in Kelowna, Pickington. It's beautiful city, nice restaurant. So it's uh, everything. It's it's perfect. Seriously. Well, did did you get out? Did you get out of the rental car at the gas station and announce to everybody that you were the winner? That's what everybody is wondering. You know, everybody in the studio right now is wondering when you got gas at the at yeah. the uh, at the gas station. Did you announce that you are the winner? Uh, I tried, but I look stupid here. So. <laughs> <laughs> he needed you. You needed to have Joe with you and uh, a yeah, few of your other a guys. Nice clown hey. like Joe is perfect. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, well, the fact that you didn't do it, Andrew. Now that means that you have to walk through the pit area at Delaware Speedway this coming weekend and do that. You have to yeah, announce to everybody yeah, that you are the winner, or in the drivers' <laughs> meeting. In the drivers' <laughs> meeting at Delaware, you need to announce to everybody that you are the RS1 champion. Yes, yes, this is a, yeah, it's pretty good. I think I will do it. <laughs> <laughs> now, speaking of this weekend, uh, you are, uh, it's the NASCAR Pindy Series coming up, uh, Delaware Speedway. It's the finale weekend, and the pressure couldn't be more added to you guys. You're going to be racing Friday night and then a doubleheader on Sunday. What's the thoughts heading into this big finale weekend? But uh, you know what? It's a it's a big weekend, huh? Like you say, Friday, uh, big race, and uh, Sunday we have two races. So uh, the, it's a lot of pressure for the top guys. We are third in the championship. Uh, we are maybe far in the point, but you know that uh, everything can happen. Uh, we have a really good overall program, and uh, I think uh, you know we we are fast. We prove that we are. Uh, we were one one guy to beat, and uh, it's uh, it's fun with the, those guys. They work so hard, and uh, it's really great. All the people of Rick Ware Racing, uh, I like to to work with them, and uh, 
I think, you know, we'll, I have nothing to lose this weekend. You know, I'm going there all in and try to win the most win I can, and uh, we'll see at the end where we end up in the championship. It's pretty cool. Scrolling through Twitter, of course, uh, you know, Rick Ware has got some long legs right now in racing. You know, you look you look down through the ranks of what Rick Ware is involved in uh, with, with Neurotech and ODT. Um, yep. You know, you look at the NASCAR Cup Series, obviously, you know, the 51, the 52, the 53, and the 54 uh, as well. They, they're they affiliated with Clay Milliken uh, with the uh, the drag racing. They're affiliated in the Xfinity Series with uh, Cody Ware and J.J. Yaley and a, a handful of other drivers that have come through the ranks. Uh, then as well, you know, you look at, at the IndyCar with uh, Romain Grosjean. Um, yep. and, and then yourself and, and Alex Gannett, man, the, the list goes on and on. Uh, team purple is definitely strong. Uh, yep. but, uh, you know, earlier on this week, we seen a, a shout out from, from JJ Yaley. We seen a shout out from, uh, Romaine as well. And Clay Milliken. Uh, it seems like there's a real cohesive, uh, you know, team there. It's not just, yep. uh, it's not just, Hey, go race in the Pinty series and we'll see how you do at the end of the year. Um, there's yep. been a lot of, there's been a lot lot of cross border or or you know uh, cross pollination if you will uh, from the entire team what's it like as a driver working with that uh, with that bunch but it, it's uh, like you say it's everybody tried to uh, to work with uh, with the team it's uh, it's a family to work to be with Rick Ware uh, every time he talked to you you know it's uh, it's like a family everybody tried to help they are friends that's I can ask more than that. Seriously, it's a, it's a great, great team, great family, and uh, uh, I hope that uh, everything can go a little bit up. Maybe race next year in the MPDT or Cup, whatever. But uh, I know Rick is very happy with uh, what we did this year. Uh, we have some bad luck. Uh, you know what? I looked the point, and uh, if you just every time we broke or something, we were there in the front and. If we have able to finish just in the top five, you know, we'll probably be leading the championship this year. So uh, I think uh, we are there. Uh, the, the the team, they work hard. And uh, like I said, I will try to do everything this weekend to, to do my best and uh, maybe to put that 51 car in the top of the list at the end. So We're with Andrew Ranger tonight. He is coming off his first championship out in B.C. Uh, he is the RS1 Cup Series champion. I uh, just claimed the crown this past weekend, Saturday night at uh, Area 27. Andrew, the commitment that it takes to not only run the NASCAR Pinty Series, but the commitment it takes to go out and run the RS1 Series, uh, that, that's quite a commitment. Uh, it's on the other end of the country. What's it been yeah. like for you uh, traveling around this year with COVID and everything else? Uh, you managed to get it all done. Good for you. Yes, it's, uh, but first, you know, just the schedule, everything fits this year. You know, this is unbelievable, you know. So, uh, we do the full season in NASCAR Penty series, the full season here in the, in the area 27 and Pickington. Everything fits. So I say, why? This is a great timing. So we can do it. And, uh, it, it's a lot of fun. It's, uh, a lot of energy this summer. We never have a, a weekend off, but, uh, it's part of the deal, you know, I, I'm so happy, and uh, it's, I can ask more than that. You know, I'm very lucky to have a ride with uh, Rick Ware, to have a ride with uh, Avion. Uh, it's a great opportunity, and uh, 
you know what? I'm very, I'm a very happy guy. <laughs> well, and you know, you you, uh, you pleased a lot of race fans as well. I gotta admit, uh, back in the spring when I was, uh, you know, looking through my phone, getting releases uh, were coming out uh, fairly hot and heavy in the spring. Of course, a lot of things get released, and I seen the one that Andrew Ranger is going to run out in BC. I went, what? How is he going to do that? And uh, I thought, wow, that, that that's aggressive. Maybe he's not going to be doing too much with Pinties. Uh, like my mind was sort of swirling around. And then lo and behold, man, everything just this summer has taken off. And uh, good on you to go out there and do what you did. Winning the championship uh, couldn't happen to a better guy. How many championships have you won now? Do you keep a track of all those? <laughs> oh, I won a lot. Uh, but in the NASCAR, it's, I won three championships. Uh, that one, it's uh, the big one because it's the first real championship there. So I'm, uh, I'm very lucky to win the first one. So uh, it's, uh, I, I won a lot of race, a lot of championships, but it's a good question. <laughs> well, that'll be a good trivia question. We'll have to do some figuring and figure out how yeah. many it is. Andrew Ranger, <laughs> good luck this weekend at Delaware Speedway. Uh, congratulations on all your accomplishments this year out in BC. Uh, couldn't, couldn't happen to a better guy. Good luck and go get them this weekend, buddy. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you. It's, uh, it's a great opportunity to talk to you guys. You are awesome. And uh, uh, every time you want to call me, call me, my friend. It's not a problem. <laughs> you betcha. That's Andrew Ranger. Thanks so much, buddy. Safe travels home. Thank you very much. See you this weekend. You're clear. You bet. <laughs> yeah, he's clear. He is the race You're winner. You're clear to leave. You're clear to leave. Hang up. <laughs> That's Andrew Ranger. I'll tell you what. Uh, congratulations, too, to Trevor Siebert. And to all of those guys out there, this RS1 series, Joe, uh, the real deal. I, I, I know, you know, it was a concept. It was an idea. And you know what? It all starts with that. And to look at the advancements that these guys have actually put forward yep. has been simply amazing. To have stuff live on Rev TV, yep. uh, to have, you know, races, to get the word out, to get things spawned, and to see the driver's list and names, you know, uh, Dowler goes out and wins a race. McIntosh is out there. Uh, Jason White made appearances. Tagliani yeah. went out and did some running. We're going to ask Tags about it as well. Yeah, absolutely. Um, no, but for you sure. Know what? It, it's super stuff. It really is. And to see what's happening out in BC has got to, you know, excite a lot of people. Yeah, you know, we on on while we were off air uh, between the last break, we were talking about about the uh, Craig Flan White and and you know being a part of a team and needing that needing to have guys like Andrew Hicken and all those guys in your corner in order to go out and dominate you know the right. the, the garage racer is kind of done now and what the Avion series has done is remove that element yeah. of the need to have an amazing crew uh, and and to be you know in house under one roof the Avion deal is very similar to the Tony Stewart deal, is very similar to the old IROC series model, where all the cars are prepared under one roof, and then they rock and roll. Yeah. And when you look at it, uh, they put on some great showings, the great races, and uh, it was amazing to watch. Well, hold that thought. we got to throw it back to Toronto, get you up to date on news and highlights, and then we're coming back for hour number two. Got some great guests still to come. Uh, this is Race Time Radio, live tonight on Sirius XM. Channel 167 Canada Talks. Stay right there. 90 seconds. We're back with you 
and hour two. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, channel 167. Race Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn, Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Also by APX Racewear, the motorsports leader in custom crew apparel and fire suits. Also by the Wooden Door Bistro. Broadcasting live from the track. We're here to get trophies. Never give up, baby. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio Channel 90 is your home for all things NASCAR. The yellow lights come on. Like, oh. Everything's happening so fast. Every race. Hard contact into the safer barrier. Exclusive interviews. This is more than just a job. We don't get caught up in being famous. The only broadcasting outlet in the world. Delivering NASCAR 24-7, 365. Thank you, you are the man. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. Channel 90. With the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167, Canada Talks. And just like that, our number two begins tonight live on Sirius XM. So glad you could tune in tonight. I'm Joe Chisholm along with Junior right here in the Race Time Radio studio. And we have our two all stacked up and ready to go. We are going to hear from Jake Sheridan. Uh, Jake, driver in the number 52, takes his championship home from Delaware Speedway on Friday night with the Pro Late Models. We're going to hear from Jake. We're going to talk to Tags on the show tonight, Alex Tagliani. Uh, he is getting ready to go. He is the point leader uh, in the NASCAR Penny Series, and he is uh, getting ready to go for next weekend. It is the season finale for the uh, Pinty Series. So, uh, and they got a lot of races to do. A lot can happen. A lot can change. We're going to talk to Tags and get his thoughts heading into the big finale weekend. You know, Junior, he wants to win this championship more than anybody. He hasn't championed in the NASCAR Pinty Series. He wants to do it this year. Yes, he does. He's, uh, he's hungry. And uh, really, they put all their ducks in a row and, in order to make that happen. And, oh, yeah. uh, you know, the, the monkey's definitely been on his back. He's been in the hunt. He's been in the top three, uh, you know, going back since he started trying to go after this championship. And uh, you can sense the hunger. And you can see the way that the team has operated. Uh, they have not taken risk. They have, you know, really put themselves in position. Uh, they've taken calculated risk when they did have have to, yep, yep. Um, and uh, they've executed very well in the places where they where they needed to, um, and and really they've put forth a championship effort thus far. Um, Achilles' heel, though, I still view, um, and and obviously it's not fair for me, for me to to comment directly on this because I I have a you know vested interest in the fifty one car, but their Achilles' heel with that team is their oval program. And heading into a three-race triple header yeah. at Delaware Speedway. That's three points-paying events, right? It, it is. And and really, their gap back to third is, is huge. That's a massive gap. Um, but they have to go out there and perform still uh, because it's only 11 points back to Dumoulin, who has been 
probably the most inconsistent on the ovals uh, out of the past three years. But that inconsistency is dangerous because the inconsistency is either feast or famine. Right. And he's been lights out fast at surprising events on the oval. He's been lights out fast at surprising events on the road course. Um, so really, there's there are still four people that are... I know there's there's seven people that are mathematically in this deal, but really there's four people that are mathematically and and feasibly, um, you know, very able to get the championship done. And LP Dumoulin, two-time champion in the series, mm-hmm. that's got to count for a lot, right? Mm-hmm. You know what the pressure is. Everyone feels the pressure if you're in that position. Yeah. But it's one thing to feel the pressure. It's the other thing to close the deal. Yeah. You know, when you look at uh, at the, the 18 car and the 18 camp with, with Scott Steckley, um, you know, they have been good at every single road course. They've mm. been... Uh, really great at Trois Rivieres. Um, right. They've been stellar at, at racetracks like Toronto. Uh, you know the street courses. Um, I know they've been very competitive and they've been good at at you know racetracks like CTMP. Uh, they were they were very good at the beginning of ICAR, but they quite frankly you know gave up the ghost when something happened. Right. I don't know exactly what that was that that took place. Obviously, he got dumped and and you know got moved back through the field, but then he had more issues as the race went on. Right. Um. And you know he's been he's been good this season though has been crazy. It's like nobody wants the championship. <laughs> um. Really, the only guy that hasn't had catastrophic problems is the 18 car you know like where where it's been back to back or like a severe dnf like at the at the very tail end of the field um really you know you think back to the the past i'm gonna say eight championships going all the way back to cascar really if you could top six your way into every race you would be the champion champion every year right this year you would only have to top 10 in every race and you'd be championship leader right now. Yeah, because something's because happened every, to everybody. Right? Everybody has had catastrophic issues multiple times. You look at DJ Kennington, um, you know, fuel problems at, at uh, Sunset race number one, the fuel pump went out of it. Um, then he's been very consistent. He hasn't won, but been very consistent all the way through the year. Get to s- the second race at CTMP and a, and a catastrophic engine failure. Right. So really two catastrophic issues and the guy's sitting fourth in points. That shows you how inconsistent everybody else has been as well um you know you look at andrew ranger we had in race number two at sunset speedway uh we had a a bolt back out a complete freak accident a bolt back out of the upper control arm on the left front um which completely took him out of contention you know and and really feasibly put us you know 16th i think in the race or or whatever our finishing position was uh, 16th or, or 17th um but then fast forward to ctmp and and have a, a catastrophic oil failure um, and, you know, get black flagged twice throughout the race and end up finishing 19th, um, sitting third in points. So yeah, so yeah. when you look at, you know, uh, Kevin Lacroix has, has had an atrocious year. I feel so bad for the guy. Even at Flamborough Speedway, flip the switch to fire the thing up just to warm it up and, and they drop a, a valve. Oh, um, so, like, all the way through the year, broken gears and... Um, my lord, everything has went wrong for everybody. And other than the 18 and the 47, they've been the best. They've maintained, and that's why they've got such a healthy gap. Um, you know, 
11 points back to second place over the 47. Really, those two are the championship favorites, right? Um, but with how the year has went and the way that the 47 and the 18 operate, really, uh, they have to be worried at Delaware Speedway. Well, Especially if we have... If we have the car count that we're hearing, so if we have 20 to 23 cars right. in, in the starting field for all three Delaware races, that becomes a massive wild card. If we have 16 cars to drop the green flag on Friday night and only 15 to 16 drop the green flag on Saturday or on Sunday, that's a whole different ballgame because that gives them a little bit of a leeway. Well, a little bit of a cushion. A but little bit of a cushion. you've also got to look at yep. when someone is due. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tagliani, when you look over his storied career, he's been due every year. He has been due, yes. and you know what? Something is that, that, like some of those goofy things that you're talking about that yes. has happened. To all those race teams yep. happened to him. Yeah. Um. Uh, what was it last year? Last year was his health. Yeah. Exactly. Who could ever figure? Alex Tagliani is Probably, one of those yeah. guys that is the healthiest, one of the healthiest uh, uh, athletes that I know of in this game. Yep. And for Alex Tagliani to have health issues, yep. was uh, that that was mind-blowing to me. Blindsided a lot of people. It really, really did. Yep. So, uh, you know what? I kind of think Tagliani is due, too. And we'll talk to him. We'll talk to him this hour, and we'll find out what his mindset is. Knowing Tagliani the way I kind of know Alex, he isn't looking at points. He isn't looking at nothing. He's looking at going out, running consistent, doing the job that he is paid to do behind the wheel of that race car. You can say and that. And he's going to go get whatever is whatever that car will give him. Yeah. And he won't go get something that that car will not give him. The problem is, is Delaware Speed, and you can say that all day long, and he'll say that all day long. Every driver will that they're going to say, you know, I'm not worried about the points, but you have to be. And <laughs> and in the situation where they're in, you know, you touched on Sunday, it a little bit. That Sunday it, he'll yeah, worry about the points, it, not you, Friday. You touched on the pressure situation talking to Andrew Ranger, right? And really, Ranger and DJ Kennington have got zero pressure on them. They just have to go out and win, and that's it. It, it win right. at all costs. Right, right. So it doesn't matter what's in front of them. It doesn't matter what is happening around them um really throw the ball uh, throw the ball as far as you can right. and make the receiver run and get it and that's the only way to do it you got to throw the hail mary and and you know the the 18 and the 47 neither one of them can do that really the 47 can because he's in the chase situation right um but but really he can the 47 if he has a bad day 11 points to to you know the lead but he can lose a ton yes. and and there's a lot of money on the line so really when you look at it um the the pressure is all on the 18 shoulders a little bit on the 47 but none on the rest of the field and that's a dangerous combination when you go to Delaware Speedway bad stuff can happen that place is fast it's bumpy there's tons of character uh you get offline on Friday night you get offline on the race number 1 on Saturday and you hit something you don't hit something soft at Delaware. No. You hit something extremely hard, and you now do. you're in a backup car situation. Um, and and where the Pinty Series is at, I know Steckley and those teams are going to have everything, every resource geared towards that 18 car. Yes. Um. So if he does, if something does happen, he's going to be in still a good situation, but not the best. And uh, you know, when you look at at the overall grand scheme of of you know the 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 point situation, I have never seen the Pinty series in this crazy of a points battle 
since I've started working in the series. Yeah. And, uh, you know, with how the races are going to play out with back-to-back-to-back races at the same racetrack, at arguably the toughest racetrack in Canada, Delaware Speedway is insanely tough to get around, insanely tough to be consistent on. Um, It's a wild-card race for everybody. So I think that, uh, you know, you definitely have to have your eyes peeled on Friday and on Sunday in the Pinty Series. It's going to be not a wild-card race race but a wild card weekend really uh, with three of them we'll talk more nascar pinties here when we get tags on here uh i do want to also remind everybody talk about a big big weekend at delaware speedway you've got friday night the nascar pinty series and the quick quick fire starter super stocks are going to finish their 2021 campaign so you don't want to miss friday night it's going to be huge Come Saturday, it's the APC Series season finale. So we're going to get a chance to see those guys wrap it all up. Uh, that plus other uh, Oscar, uh, other divisions. Oscar Oscars Modified, on there. Oscar Hot Rods. So lots on the ticket for Saturday as well. Then back to the track on Sunday where it is a double feature for the NASCAR Pinty Series. Oh, man, three points-paying events for the Pinty Series. Uh, look at all the championship stuff. Look at all the implications. Look at all the potential for what can happen. It is going to be the hottest ticket that you could possibly buy uh, right at Delaware Speedway and next weekend. Uh, and you don't want to miss it. On top of that, they've got a massive country concert on Thursday night. So it's, uh, you know, Dean Brody and those guys, uh, just a, a phenomenal event. Uh, it's going to be one of those uh, must-haves. you got to get out there. Um, there's going to be some of the best racing, some of the best, uh, uh, you know, by the sounds of it, the campground is jammed. Um, it's, it's going to be a wild event. And, uh, you know, the next guest that we have coming up on here on the hotline is a guy who just picked up the regular season championship at the very track that we're talking about and is uh, probably, you know, you got to put him in the favorite to win in the pro late models on Sunday or on Saturday uh, over there. Uh, Jake Sheridan. Jake, how are you tonight? Joe and Joe, good boys. How are you guys? Hey, not too bad, man. You you uh, you definitely perked up the crowd and uh, and gave uh, quite the interview over there, except in your championship uh, on Friday night at Delaware Speedway. Congratulations on that, by the way. Thanks, guys. I appreciate that a lot. It was uh, kind of a crazy year. I can't believe it ended up working the way it did. It, it, it probably wasn't the, the right way, but it was it was cool and. Uh, it's uh, just happy to probably add that to my to my uh, resume here and get a late model championship in Delaware just like my dad did. Hey, absolutely. Now, I sure that, did. Is that your first championship in a late model at Delaware Speedway? Correct. Yeah, we've been there. That's our our third yeah third late model season we've ran there. And every year we've been leading going into championship night. And we broke a motor once and we wrecked the second time. So finally sealed and the deal and, well this See? one here this one here was close too. uh take us back to uh to friday night uh, uh it seems like the uh the championship night at uh, at delaware speedway is always a crazy one you know even going back to when when we were racing there with gressel back in the day it seems like the championship night at delaware speedway is a ticket that you must have if you're a fan of that area but uh uh you know take us back to friday night the drop of the green flag there was only a tight 
you know, point situation between yourself, uh, Matt Robley, and, and as well the 03 of Morno. Uh, you guys, uh, a six-point gap over Robley on the drop of the green flag. Robley was having troubles when, when the drop happened, uh, but then you got into it uh, a little bit with, with Cole Powell, and it took you out of contention. Uh, but take us back in, in your words how uh, the, the entire night went. I think uh, it was going pretty good. Had another great race car uh, from the Cowboys. Everything was going good. And I, I felt really, really bad for the Robbies. I, I like those guys a lot. We've been family friends for a long time. And uh, I would have loved to race it out with them. If there's one guy I would like to race with, it's definitely him. Like We, we can go back and forth. And I'm, you're not worried. You have a little smoke flying. That's fine. You're not going to get wrecked. But uh, I, uh, I felt bad for them. And honestly, we were... We weren't really in a crazy hurry to get going there, Joe. Just kind of, kind of trying to stay smart. We only had a had a finish in the top ten or something like that, so it was uh, it was looking decent there. We just we kind of picked them off one by one and uh, had a couple of restarts where the lanes just really opened up for us. And uh, was on the front row by lap uh, whatever it was there, lap seventeen, something like that, in the front row racing for the win. And just got pushed up a little bit by the leaders at one and two, and uh, it was fine. Just going to kind of settle in. Unfortunately, didn't work out like that. Got did not work out like that. Got taken out, but. Uh, it was just kind of crazy how the race worked out to get it by one point. It's very fortunate. I'm uh, thankful for it. But uh, we'll take it and move on and go run the APC race with our car. Yeah, good job, Jake. I, and, and I can't tell you, like, uh, we had you on the show now the, the last couple of weeks uh, with feature wins and so on. Uh, that, that car getting tore up has uh, been, been kind of a common thread. But, Jake, you guys seem to work your way through it. It is part of the sport. Um, it, it's the terrible part of the sport when you're the team owner, the driver. Uh, when, when that car gets ripped up, it really sends you for a loop because you don't know if you're going to be able to get it back into contention. Uh, you can get it back together, but will it work as good as it once did? Uh, Jake, you guys have proven the fact that uh, doesn't seem to matter what happens to that 52 car. Not only do you get it back looking good, but you get it back working good. No doubt. I'm not going to claim to be the smartest as far as uh, set up why stuff goes like that, but definitely one thing about our teams, we're not afraid of a little hard work. The, uh, the McCall boys, they, they got that program figured out as far as they, they know what's going on. I've never, I've never wrecked a race car and came back worse. So uh, we just, uh, it, it, no doubt, it sucks a lot of work, but the problem really, guys, is just, just getting really expensive to do this stuff and keep tearing stuff up all the time. But uh, it, it's been good. We try to be smart about it, and we've made it this far, so... Uh, it's definitely easier if you don't have to work on them all week long, but I got, I got some great guys behind me, and everybody's been doing it for a while. So, unfortunately, it's just part of the sport. But, uh, like I said, we take it, we'll move on, and uh, just can't let it bug you next week. With Jake Sheridan tonight, he is the Pro Late Model Champion uh, on the Friday night side for Delaware Speedway. Claimed that this past weekend. Uh, Jake, you, we hear it all the time in Cup uh, or you know in NASCAR. Uh, you know, the guys running the Saturday race, the Xfinity race, how much are they going to learn and what will apply to Sunday's race when they get into their cup car? Uh, it, let's use that same sort of analogy or that same sort of train of thought. What do you learn running Friday night at Delaware Speedway? I, I, I know it's a different car. Uh, you're not using the same car for your APC deal as you are on Friday night. Uh, but what are you learning Friday night? that is going to now, you know, coming off the championship, is there anything that you picked up on Friday night that is going to apply to next Saturday for the championship in the APC series? Well, of course, there's always something you can pick up. Like, uh, 
Delaware is an old surface, right? It's getting old. It changes a lot every year. But, uh, you know, I used to think that was a little bit of a bigger advantage. But the guys at APC, like, they're, they're all so good. They're all so good. Like, you get there and you get, you give Brandon Watson half an hour of practice, you've got everything figured out that you could have been too nice to do. So, it's, uh, they're all good, and all the cars are really good. So, it's just uh, maybe you got a couple tricks up your sleeve as far as restarts go and stuff like that in second lane. But, uh Everybody's competition is so tight, and uh, I'm just—I just—we feel comfortable there, and that's a—that—that—that's what that, makes a big difference there is to be comfortable and have some confidence going into it. So, I just uh, hopefully we—we we haven't really raced that APC car really much Delaware at all. We were—we were—we were good there in the first race of the year in APC, and we broke a upper control arm on that 45 or something like that. So, it hasn't really had any laps. We haven't tested there at all. So we. Uh, We'll see. I, I, I can't see why it wouldn't be good. It, uh, it was a lot like the car we brought the last couple of races at the Delaware, the Delaware Friday Night Show there. So we will, uh, we'll give it a shot. I think, I think we got the, got some, we got the right equipment, anyways. And uh, if things work out for us, we might just make it to victory lane one more time. That, that was kind of my question, uh, Jake. Uh, obviously, uh, you know, had the troubles uh, rewind. Uh, you know, a handful of weeks ago, and and uh, uh, you had a white ABC body McCall car uh, that ended up, uh, you know, in in terrible straights. Uh, the car was no longer good anymore. Uh, but then you got that new one, that white one uh, that we seen. Uh, you night number one with that car, you went out and absolutely dominated. Uh, and and you look to have the dominant car again if you could have pushed the situation. Uh, are are you going to run that car? Or are you going to run the black car for the for the uh, the race on Saturday? Uh, the other car is not available. I think only uh, this weekend. I got gotcha. uh, I don't I don't think that we're we're in bad shape with our car. I, I think uh, no. like I said, it's comfortable. I like it, and we'll we'll run that one, and uh, hopefully it can be just as good. And if it's a little better, even better yet. How close are you, Jake? I haven't got the points in front of me for APC. Whereabouts are you sitting there? 30 points back. He's sitting 8 Yeah, we're not, we're not in contention for that, really, but that's okay. We, we had a couple of DNFs this year, and we'll take that, and that's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll build on that for next year. How about sponsorship on that car? Uh, who are you going to have on there for uh, Saturday's big race? Uh, who have you got supporting you there? Yeah, we've still got all of our uh, our big guys, our local our local people mostly. Our, uh, our LA2 and Demar Aggregates have been great this year. And Cameron Crane, uh, Pride Seed, Bondewell Foods, Reynolds, uh, Reynolds Harvesting, and Reynolds Trucking. Those guys have been all awesome and Vibrant Farms. So uh, everyone that I've had stuck with me for a long time. And uh, appreciate all the help and support. And uh, because of them, we get to go put a show on on Saturday. Now, you got to do me a favor and let Nick know, your brother, that we are not giving him the cold shoulder. It just so happens that you are taking the limelight. You've earned it. You're getting championships and wins. How's Nick making out? Nicky's doing awesome. Yeah, I was actually going to say, I've never, this is the most I've been on this show in my whole career in the last three weeks. This is pretty cool. But uh, it's. Um, Nicky's been doing awesome. He raced again uh, this last week on Friday night there. I come on with a third. So he's uh, he's doing good. He's still running up front, running podium week after week, and he's got a couple wins already this year. So he's uh, he's knocking it out of the park here like normal, and I'm sure, I'm sure he'll get on, there, uh, get on here sooner or later. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. You stack up the wins, though. The reason why you've been on so much, <laughs> you're you're winning, number one. You're winning championships. You know, it's, you're, you're basically an analyst at this point. We just said this exact same thing to Craig Slon White. Uh, you know, he, he, he's been on, he's won four in a row. Uh, so, uh, there's been lots to talk to you about, you know. So, you keep on posting numbers. You go back out there on Saturday, pick up a win again. You'll be back on here next Sunday night. Absolutely, guys, for sure. I appreciate it. I love, I love coming on here. Like, like I say, I always say I appreciate you guys. Do it. It's pretty cool for the sport. But, uh, 
there's no doubt we definitely draw a lot of attention to ourselves. It's not always for a good thing, like you already mentioned in the interview on Friday, but uh, it's... Uh, Things are working out all right as long as we keep taking checker flag. That's what makes me happy. Hey, the, I'm not saying that the interview on Friday night was bad. That's what creates fans. You know, I, obviously you you were not happy, right? That happens in this sport. And and the guys who have the ability to show the fans that they're not happy are the guys who get fans. That's how this whole deal works. And, you know, I'm not saying that, that what anybody did was right or wrong or or, or wrong or indifferent. It's uh, You have a personality, Jake Sheridan, and, and, and so, you know, drivers across the country have personalities, and, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with telling everybody how you feel. That's what the point of this microphone is for. And, uh, you know, it's it, everything, everything that you do is on a professional level. I would say that your interview was equally as professional as your victory lane interview so it doesn't uh it's not a bad thing when you get out of the car and you show whether it's a positive emotion a negative emotion or 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 whether it's just happy to be there uh fans appreciate that stuff and and uh you know it's hats off to you you didn't you didn't offend anybody you definitely didn't offend me and uh you know it's it, it is what it is it's uh the the fans definitely went nuts i was watching the broadcast and and uh you know it's it's a part of this sport you're going to race against that other car you know you're going to race against Cole Powell probably a hundred more times in your career and and you know everything happens the way that it happens on the racetrack and that's the that's the the best part about this sport that's what people you know want to see they want to see emotion they want to see excitement uh you guys you guys do that on a consistent level and uh hats off to to showing your emotion Oh, no, I appreciate it. I think you said that very well. I appreciate that. It's good to hear some positive feedback about it sometimes. So, yeah, it is what it is. Sometimes we, we usually we try and stay pretty quiet, but I, uh, I, I fail in that, in that category sometimes. Let everybody know how I really feel. So, it's, uh, it's cool. I like it. Like you say, it builds a little personality. So, we'll, we'll move on from it, and uh, hopefully things just end up going all right. Well, good luck on Saturday with the APC Series finale, and uh, congratulations on accomplishment number one, and that was to get that championship. You did that, Jake, and uh, it just continued success. We, uh, we'll keep your spot all shined up here, and uh, we, we look forward to uh, seeing how you make out on Saturday. Say hi to the old boy for us, will you? And uh, to Nick, let him know. We'll be getting him on this show. We got to talk about some of those dirt wins he got. Yeah, thank you so much, guys. I appreciate it. I know he would appreciate that too. So always good to talk to you. And if we're lucky, we'll talk to you again next week. You want to believe it? That is Jake Sheridan. Watch for him. Uh, the number fifty-two in the APC series. Like I say, so so much that is going to be coming down next Saturday, next Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at Delaware Speedway. Uh, Velocity is taking place at Sunset Speedway. We haven't even touched on that yet. Uh, There is just a lot going on. Uh, Frostoberfest coming up at Flamborough Speedway. Uh, we got lots and lots to talk to you about over the course of uh, the next few weeks here. Uh, It's going to be kind of a crazy finish. We are going to hit this next break. And when we come back, we are going to have Alex Tagliani on here. We'll talk NASCAR Pinties. We'll get his thoughts heading into the big weekend, uh, the season finale, and he's got three points-paying races coming up. He is the point leader. Let's see what he has got to say uh, for himself and what he's thinking heading into the big weekend. Stay with us. We will be back.
Hey race fans, Donald Chisholm from Riverside Speedway in Nova Scotia, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Rev TV Canada, Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, and by GetRackHunter.com. Mad Dog Sports Radio is opinionated, passionate sports talk with a bite from the hijinks of the morning man. I bet your parents do it too. They go big bulk shopping. Hey, so I got 50 jars of dog sauce. Dog sauce. Oh, I got a good deal. To the inside of Adam Shine. Bill Belichick is the best coach in the history of sports. Not NFL. Sports. And the animated energy of the Mad Dog himself, Mad Dog. Christopher Russo. This is the channel to talk about your favorite sports team. Mad Dog Sports Radio, channel 82, or anytime on the Sirius XM all North Racing, only on Rev TV. Contact your TV provider now on free preview. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Endigadish, Nova Scotia. Also by APX Racewear and Quickwick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Fox News Headlines 24-7 is on Sirius XM with headlines every 15 minutes. I'm Kevin Brinkholm. I'm Therese Crowley. I'm Jim McKay. A channel that delivers your world news, business, what's trending in digital, entertainment, and sports. Your news in a way you've never heard before with headlines every 15 minutes. Fox News Headlines 24-7. All the information you need. Ready when you are. From America's News Headquarters. Sirius XM Channel 115 or listen on the Sirius XM app. Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. And welcome back to South... To Sobble Speedway. Wow, how about that, Junior? Welcome back to Race Time Radio. Uh, Sobble Speedway, I just looked at a thing here. And uh, <laughs> got Sobble on my mind. we got a big Rev TV thing coming up tomorrow night. Uh, you don't want to miss it. 9 p.m. Eastern, Rev TV Canada. Uh, and speaking of big stuff coming down the pipe, how about this coming weekend? Delaware Speedway, it is going to be uh, the championship weekend for the NASCAR Penny Series up next on the hotline, the point leader for the NASCAR Penny Series, uh, uh, Canada's uh, most decorated, if you will, uh, driver is uh, the points leader. We got Alex Tagliani on the hotline. What's going on tonight, there, Tags? It's been a long time since we chatted. Oh, what do you say? I hit that button. Tags, have I got you there? Alex Tagliani. Do we no, got you? Tagliani on that one. What am I doing? Is something done? No, no. No, something. T- t- tags. Have I got you on this one now? No, I haven't got him on that one. And I haven't got him on that one. So I'm going to drop that line. And we are going to We do not establish. have Tagliani. We do not have Tagliani. Uh, <laughs> but I know Sue will uh, reestablish connection. And we will 
have Alex Tagliani. That, I couldn't possibly screw that up. It's that Quebec uh, sell hell. Well, and there's two be. places. There's two places: North Carolina, yep. and Quebec. Have yep. you ever noticed that? It, I mean, every time we have a guest on from from Quebec, it seems like we have trouble. And same with North Carolina. Every time we have a guest on North yeah. Carolina, it's sell hell down there. Well, but. it's Statesville, right? Yeah, Statesville, that area. Yeah, uh, you know what? Speaking of Statesville, we haven't talked to Nick Moncher in a long time. We're gonna have to try and uh, catch Nikki one of these nights. But ooh, I can hear a little echo, so that means we do have tags on the other end. What's going on, Alex? How are you? How are you guys? Hey, we got Fantastic. you now. Fantastic, bud. It doesn't get any bigger than this uh, championship weekend. It's coming up, and it's coming up fast. What's the thoughts heading into this one, buddy? Well, um, it's it's really. It's really fun to be in this situation. I think um, I think I think the the team deserves it. The, the boys uh, they've done a great job. Um, we've had some great great cars. Um, I think overall, also uh, just just the entire year, the way it's been going, you know, um, uh, we we seem to recover very well. Uh, we make some good changes um, in between uh, races. We um, we have done uh, a lot of work, I think, uh, by by talking and 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 the guys at the shop over the winter scratched their heads also to try to improve our car and um, make it better. And you know, obviously, we talked about that before. But since we ran with the general tire. Uh, we struggled on oval, and our oval program has not been as good. But this year, we improved that quite a bit. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's just they—they. They, I think the team deserves it, right? So, unfortunately, um, I, I I can't promise it to them, and I we just we're just gonna do what we've been doing. Um, and uh, but it, it's fun to be um, to be in it for sure. Alex, have you looked at this season any differently than you have uh, seasons in the past? Uh, you've been in the position to go out and win a championship. Uh, you've put yourself in the position. You and your team, the 18 Rona team, has always done a great job. Uh, have you approached this season any differently? Because uh, you got a pretty good, uh, pretty good points lead heading into Friday night. Uh, have you approached it any different? And if you looked at it and said, "Hey, this is going to be the year we're going to actually go after the championship," um, well, honestly, n- normally people can only say that when they they see performance, right? So you start the year, you see performance, and then you can assess if you have a shot at fighting for it. You know, and mm-hmm. and don't don't get me wrong. The only thing you're doing is you're giving yourself a chance to fight for it because it's a very competitive championship. There's amazing, you know, out there. Oh no! Now, and the field is is packed, right? So it's it's been it's been a really strong field that we've been having, and with a lot of fun uh, driving. Very competitive. Um, I have not approached this like by saying let's go for a championship because I didn't know where we were going to stand but there's one thing that I've done I've approached this season with a lot of appreciation because 
this 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 pandemic uh, situation that we've been through um, put has been put things in perspective. I don't know for a lot of people, but for myself, you know, I was getting into a place where, like every year, you know, when when the snow melts and the sun comes out and it's you start feeling the fresh air of the month of May and you know, we're about to go to Mossport and people are bringing their RVs out and it's going to be the, you know, the first weekend with a bit of snow and uh, a bit of, of, of sun and, and 20 degrees Celsius. We're all, we're all like ultra excited, mm -hmm. but it's been kind of like just always the same thing. And you're taking away something from us. Uh, I'm, I'm, I love racing, right? It's in my blood. I love it. It's, I, I have a lot of fun being, being part of the 22 racing team and, and, and driving a race car. Um, and when you take that away, you're, you're, you're going home and you say, man, like, oh, I really want to race. Yeah. You know, like I miss it. And the crowd, the fans in the stands, just the ambience, the, the atmosphere and all that. So, I guess the only thing that changed in my mind was I was really, really excited and very appreciative to be able to sit in the car and just have some fun, and, and, um, and I took it like that, basically. Yeah, well, this weekend coming up at Delaware Speedway uh, is going to feel like times uh, in the past. It's going to feel good. Uh, there's going to be a lot of race fans at Delaware Speedway to watch the NASCAR Penny Series and, of course, the Quick Wick Firestarter Super Stocks and the APC Series. So much happening on one huge, huge weekend uh, to, to cap the season uh, for three uh, of, you know, Canada's top series, really. It's going to be off the hook. Now, Friday night, uh, I guess you can't let the excitement get too far into the team uh, because you still have... A double feature to run again on Sunday. Do you approach Friday any different, or just the typical Alex Tagley anyway? And that's go get the win. Just keep looking at the wins and getting those uh, top finishes. Is that the way you uh, approach this one, or do you do it sort of guarded, thinking that you've got Sunday to fall back on? No, I think I I think you're you know what you're saying is right. I mean in racing. You know, I always felt that, you know, when you're driving, you know, a certain lap time and you're driving, driving, driving that lap time, when you start, you know, like falling back and, and basically driving a second a lap slower, you have almost more chances to make mistakes when you're driving slow than when you're pushing, right? Because you've been focused and so it's the same thing with the entire overall approach we can't just arrive there and be complacent about our goal and what we want to do i think we just need to take the first round the first race of the three race weekend that we have and just we 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 do what the car is capable of doing we do what the team is capable of doing we're not trying to reinvent the wheel and and try too much but you have to go for what the car is is giving you if the car is capable to be in the top five, you're in the top five. If the car is capable to be on the pole and win the race, you better win the race. 
if you start just laying back because you're always thinking championship and, you know, there's two more races, then you have more chances to get yourself in a position where you don't have to be there. So we're just going to take race for race, and um, I, I, I trust the team. I think they, they work really well this year, and, and um, we have a good group. We have three cars, um, you know, Trayton, Mark, myself. Um, you know, we have a ton of, you know, data that, that we share between practices. I think we have, um, I mean, like I said before, we have a good fighting chance. That's the only thing you, you, could, you could have in, in NASCAR in the Pinty Series. And, um, and you need a little bit of luck, right? If, you're, if you have a little bit of luck and you're, you're competitive, you have a good car, I mean, you're giving yourself a fighting chance. Absolutely. A fighting chance. 100%. Uh, Tags, uh, obviously, you know, with that, you, you, you take what the car can give you and, and uh, you, you know, you, you get after it and you, you drive it, you know, to, to the limit that you can, that you can get to. Um, you look back to the last time the NASCAR Pinty Series was at Delaware Speedway. Of course, you know, when it was Cascar, Delaware was home. When it was NASCAR Canadian Tire Series, Delaware was home. Uh, since it's been the Pinty Series, you know, we've only run there once. Uh, and you've only run there once. Um, you've only ran, you know, one one race there. Um, and it, but you, you did come home second, and that was back in 2017. Uh, you finished second to Alex Labe. Uh, the interesting portion to that is you scroll down through the list. Uh, the guy who finished third was DJ Kennington. The guy who finished fourth was LP Dumoulin. Uh, the only guy that's not in the race was the winner, and you guys were the top three then in 2017. You guys are in the top four together, um, you know, in, in 2021 um, for, for the return to Delaware. And there's three races. So looking at, uh, at, at the, the competition and looking at the season that we've had, um, the, the overall you know, I think the overall storyline that that this season has shown in the NASCAR Pinty Series is is inconsistency throughout the field, right? And, and I think that would be the drinking word of the day when you're watching these broadcasts is 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 inconsistency. Um, there's been a lot of guys that have trouble uh, throughout the race, um, and and really, you know, the guys who are fighting for this championship. Uh, you know, basically back to seventh place, there isn't a guy that hasn't had troubles at some point this year, uh, which is very unique to our series. Um, usually you have a couple of guys, the top two, uh, and they have a dream season. And, and you know, there was, never a, there was never a spin. There was never a wheel put out of place. And, you know, they had a good year. And they might have picked up a win or two and, and not had a lot of failures. Uh, this year is completely different. There's been... You know, you know the the entire top ten can go back through and say, well, that race was garbage for us, or that race didn't go the way that we planned, or or we got a DNF here, or we broke a motor here. Um, there's been, you know, there's been failures, and to go to into a race where it's the same track three days or three races in a row, how does that change the mentality? Because really, this is unforeseen for any NASCAR top tier series to race the same track three times in a row and decide a champion at the end of it. I think, well, first of all, the overall weekend should be pretty exciting, right? I mean, I I like this. I like the fact that we end on a big weekend. I think for NASCAR, I think for the team, I think for the crew, for the fans, for the entire series. It, it sounds like it's going to be a big weekend. So 
with everything that, um, you know, the NASCAR officials went through, you know, again with the pandemic and and all the ups and downs and try to, to, to do the best they could, you know, for the scheduling and all that, I think everybody deserves a big weekend. Uh, people are, they, they, they're, they're really excited about having a big weekend. So that's a good thing. In regards of the format, well, technically speaking, I think it's interesting because, you know, someone might start not that great, but, you know, you have a Saturday to, you know, basically reset and start all over again for two more rounds on the Sunday, and it allows people to become more competitive. So what, what you might see, I don't know, but what you might see is a much tighter field on the Sunday if everybody has the chance to go from, you know, okay or so-so to better, right? Mm-hmm. And um, It's like a reset button, right? It's uh, a it, reset yeah, button, yeah. Uh, yeah and, absolutely. And so normally, like, everything happens super quickly on a normal day on an oval. So, you know, you're, you're leaving Sunday night and you're, you're saying, oh, man, if I could start that day again tomorrow, we would be better. Well, we will have that chance, you know, on the Sunday. So I think it will probably tighten up the field a lot more if people improve their car and the ones that start the weekend with good cars and will they stay there, then it will get tighter. Uh, the other thing is, you know, um, I hear a lot of good things in the future for Delaware, um, but for now, it's, it's a beautiful track. I mean, it's a long track. It's a really fun track to drive, but for now, it also has the particularity of being rough and being tough on the cars. So if you've seen mechanical failure so far, you might see more mechanical failure, you know, over that course of, the, of three rounds in that particular weekend. So, you know, how do we approach this and what do we do? I mean, the teams will have to be on top of um, make sure everything is checked triple check, quadruple check, you know, uh, arrive with, with, with spare parts, arrive with, with things that, uh, you know, that should fail, make sure that, um, you know, we're, we're, we're prepared for all kinds of, of, of situations. Because I think it's the first time that the series, or, I mean, for myself anyway, that you're going to be in one weekend and going through so many laps on the same track for a short period of time. So I think it's going to take, you know, uh, a big, you know, like a big effort from teams to, um, to make sure that the cars are really well taken care of and everything is checked. And so that's why I think it will also take a little bit of luck. You know, I mean, sometimes you finish a race and, you know, like five laps less and you're finishing it and five laps more, and you don't finish it. It's, it's the luck of the draw, right? It's mm-hmm. Russian roulette. I mean, who knows? So I think it will take a bit of everything to, to win this championship. And I also think that because, like you said, when you look at the list of the drivers in there and you look at their performance, you know, uh, on all different tracks, I mean, it's not, easy. It's not an easy field. You know, it's, it's, it's pretty, it's a very tough field, man. I mean, it's, it's, you know, you have, you start with um, 
start with uh, Kennington and Ranger, right? I mean, those two, I mean, can you count them out? No way. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're there all the time. And then you have uh, Lacroix. I mean, you know, he's always there up front. Then you have, like, Lapsevich, Mark, myself. Then, then, then you have, like, Brett Taylor doing an awesome job at, um, at Flamborough, you know, to finish, to finish on the podium. And then you have uh, Shepard, you know, when he drives the Dave Jacobs car, that he's also, you know, really strong. And I can go on and on and on. So I'm telling you, it, it's, not, it's not easy this year with the level of competition that there is. You know, like Dumoulin is, is consistent. You know, like he's, he's been there often because, you know, like he has experience, he's consistent, and... And the more cars you throw out there that are competitive, the more it becomes difficult when you're trying to pinpoint, uh, you know, what to do in a championship. So that's why you can't just lay back and say, I'm going to look for my 11 points lead and, <coughs> sorry, and try to just do that. I don't think it's enough. I mean, not with the championship we have. Yeah, it's going to be off the hook with Alex Tagliani tonight, point leader in the NASCAR Pinty Series, heading into Championship Weekend, Delaware Speedway, Friday night, Saturday's APC, and Sunday back to the NASCAR Pinty Series for the two final events of 2021. Alex, I said to Junior before, I'm going to say it to <laughs> oh, you again sorry right to now. interrupt you, but by the way, not to insult anybody, did I forget any... Top names? No. In there. Oh, Donald Teej. You didn't say Donald Teej. Oh, he's going to yeah, be a oh, he's going to be a wild oh, yeah, card. Yeah. He's going to be a wild card. Yeah, yeah. So so Donald, you know, with 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 the 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 Whitey's car, you know, I mean, we know that car is fast. I mean, we saw Lassard win the first two races. Um, yeah, I mean, it's um, there's there's like I said, I just don't want to forget <laughs> any names because I don't want to insult anybody. But anyway. I just think the field is packed, and, and it, it, uh, there's, there, it's really difficult. Well, know, it, it's, not, it's not easy. It is not going to be easy, but I, can, uh, I said it to Junior before. I'm going to say it again right now. You, my friend, are due. You are due. Uh, it, it, everything that has happened uh, happens for a reason, and Alex Tagliani, uh, I think it's going to be a good weekend to be an Alex Tagliani race fan. And I think it's going to be pretty good to be that driver as well. Uh, if you, if anybody can get it done, you can. And uh, I think you're due, my friend. Much appreciated, guys. Um, we hope so too. I think, you know, a good result like this would uh, would come at a good time for um, for the entire team. You know, I mean, there's a lot of things that people don't see uh, behind the scene um, in racing. Uh, Fans, they watch the cars, they watch the drivers, uh, they look at the the wins, the points, the checker flag, the battles. But uh, there's there's a ton of things behind closed doors that uh, people don't uh, really see, and um, and I think it would it would come at a good time. And uh, I think 
I would be very, very, very proud and honored to be able to bring them that. They, they definitely deserve it. So it would be a great gift to uh, give them. Well, you deserve it as well, Tags. You've been uh, a treasure here in Canada, and I know this is going to be an outstanding weekend. Good luck in the races. I know we'll have our eyes firmly planted on you. Uh, fans, if you can't be at Delaware Speedway, get to tsn.ca and don't miss a lap. Tags will save your spot here. Hopefully we're talking to you next Sunday night as the champion. Thanks, buddy. I really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. And hopefully you feel all the pressure from the 51 car. Whammy, whammy, whammy. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go get it, bud. By the way, I texted him. I texted him right after the race, and you can ask him, and I told him that he drove a hell of a race, <laughs> and I was on the second row on multiple restarts, and I was trying all kinds of lines <laughs> to try to follow, but those two were hooked up, so I, I was the first one to text him and say, you know, he, he deserved it. He drove a great race. Hey, uh, have a good race, bud. You betcha. That's Alex Tagliani. Watch for him. Uh, it's going to be exciting, Junior. You got LP Dumoulin. You got Tags. You oh, got oh, a lot of guys. And, a hey, lot of guys I, that I, mathematically I, can. I want to. I want to clarify right now. I'm not. I, like when I said whammy whammy, I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah. It, that is not. I'm not you're saying. Kidding. I'm not know, saying that we we want anything bad to happen. We want no. this stuff to be racing. Uh, and and Alex would know that as well. Sure. You know, I'm, I'm not saying anything like in a bad way, and I don't want the fans to take it that way either. No. I you know as a competitor, I want him to feel the pressure. You know, yeah. like that's and and so would Ranger and 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 you know I'm just saying it as a friend to Alex. I, I have so much respect for Alex Tagliani. He is such an ambassador for the sport you hear how he answers a question oh, yeah. and he just breaks it down and he wants to you know he wants the fan he wants to include the fan into everything that he does he wants to include the partner in everything that he does he wants to include the radio host into everything that he does you know so it's i mean it, it, it is 100 percent. you know i i have a ton of respect for that 18 camp and and uh, i think it's going to be a barn burner of a finish it will it's going to be wild i guarantee it we are going to go back to the hotline here in just mere moments and bring in a guy that i've been trying to get on this hotline for at least three weeks. He won the Canada 200 out at West Shore Speedway. It's not Western Speedway anymore out in Victoria. West Shore Speedway. Um, and his name is Rory Smith. He drives the number 16. And we're still hoping to get him on the show tonight. Uh, we've only got like, uh, we haven't got a lot of time left in tonight's program. Uh, but uh, I know Sue is working on grabbing Rory as we speak. Uh, we got to talk to that winner. Uh, it, Dynamite job. He is. Uh, he's been a busy cat. Not only winning the Canada 200. Uh, right the following weekend, we tried to get him on the air. Uh, he was uh, going to be racing Saturday night. No problem joining the show on Sunday. And lo and behold, they got rained out. The race went Sunday, right at the same time we were on the air. And uh, Rory obviously had to run the race. And uh, missed the call here. So uh, we're hoping to catch him tonight. He, I believe, won the 150 uh, that, that night as well. So we got lots to talk to him about when we get him on the hotline. The problem is we're not going to have a whole lot of time to talk to him. It's going to be like, true. hey, Rory, how are you? Good to talk to you. Congratulations <laughs> on your win. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. We got at this time of the year, right? It's, it's, uh, it is. It's, that's what happens. But we do have him on the hotline right now. Let's get to him right away. Driver of the number 16 and the Canada 200 winner from BC, Rory Smith. What's going on tonight? How you doing, buddy? 
Good. How are you guys doing? Fantastic. Hey, congratulations on the Canada 200 win. I know it's a little old now, but uh, it'll never feel old, will it? Yeah, going back a couple weeks now, but uh, no, that one will never feel old. It's, uh, it's our biggest race um, anywhere around here, so that was a good one to get. How many times have you won the Canada 200? I know it's got a storied history. Uh, how many times have you raced in that race? How many times have you won it? Uh, I've won it twice. I must have run it uh, seven, seven times, something like that. Nice. Ah, exactly it's a, a pretty decent ratio. Seven and yeah, two. Is, I mean, there's a lot of racers that would take that in the 500 all day. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yeah. Rory, you definitely have to be lucky to get that one. Hey, that's for sure. we've had you on the show a couple times throughout the year, and you've had uh, you've had a, a glorious season by the sounds of it. Lots of times, lots of trips to Victory Lane. Uh, what are what's the win count sitting at right now, and uh, what can we look forward to for the rest of the year? Um, well, we're actually done. We just I, we just went up to uh, Saratoga, Saratoga Motorsports Park um, first time in. Ooh, six or seven years that they've hosted nice. that race. They had a 150 up there on the weekend. Um, that was my worst finish of the year. We finished fourth. Um, I had a really good car um, battling with my buddy Brandon. Um, he ended up winning it. We were one-two for quite a while. I slipped back right at the end. Um, bit of a mistake on my part. But uh, other than that, uh, we ran the 200. We won that one. And then we won uh, four out of the six local races this year at Western Speedway, which was uh, pretty awesome to do. And and, uh, yeah, that's it for the year, but I hope we can build on that for next year. Yeah, and the border's closed, right? Otherwise, uh, you and Brandon are the kind of guys that sort of load up those trailers and head uh, south. I've done it a couple times. Brandon does it more than me. He's got the super late model. He takes down there. Um, he likes to go run south sound. And um, and I think they're looking to go to Tucson if they can, if the border's clear up a bit here for the winter. They have uh, They have some winter racing down there, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the Yakima is another one. Is it, it is Yakima one of those tracks that you have headed to before? Or is that the one that uh, Brandon goes down to? Yeah, we went there in two thousand. I want to say nineteen, and uh, I that was the last fall classic. They shut that track down. Um, I don't know what's going on there, but this year the fall classic's being held on at a uh, at Tri City, so. I think Yakima had his last um, kick at the can for racing, but you never know. Hopefully, hopefully they haven't demoed it by now. Well, it, that's uh, that, that's just the way the cookie crumbles, right? Sometimes we're losing tracks, and then other ones are coming online. What's the plan? I, I, just finishing the season, probably pretty hard to look down the line to see what's coming for 2022, but have you done that yet? Are you looking at doing the same sort of schedule next year, or what are you thinking? Yeah, I definitely run all the races at Western as it's uh, it's allegedly it's going to be its last year um, as a running racetrack, and after that, uh, um, the rumor is it's going to be developed, which is sad. I definitely don't want to miss a race there. Um, apparently, there's a couple races up at Saratoga Motorsports Park, which is a beautiful facility. Um, Rob Layton um, took that over last year and just done an unbelievable job. It's just like looks like a brand new track. So we look forward to going up there. I think lots of guys will. And you never know, we might venture off to maybe Agassiz or run one of the West Car races that's uh, up north. So that's probably our schedule. You never know. It could change depending if how good we do or how bad. 
Exactly. Well, uh, you've got the off season to plan for it, right? You'll take that card, that 16, and rebuild it and get ready to rock and roll once again. Yep, you got her for sure. Incredible. Rory, thanks so much for the time. I hate to do this to you, but we're at the top of the hour. We've got to hand the keys back to Sirius XM, my friend. Perfect. Well, thanks, guys, for having me, and uh, we'll talk soon. Congratulations on the 200 win, and I know we will get you on through the offseason and see how the plans go. Thanks for the time tonight, bud. Thank you, sir. You betcha. You know what, everybody? That is going to do it for us tonight on Race Time Radio. Get to Delaware Speedway. Uh, Get to... Your short track. Don't forget Frostoberfest coming up and so many big events still to come out on Canada's East Coast. You got all that stuff. Uh, the tour is still wrapping up all the way into October 2nd. We have got a ton to talk about. Uh, still lots of racing left. And I know we will be uh, on here next week with a pile more champions. Uh, and we look forward to the time. Junior, you have a good weekend. Hey, it's going to be fun. You want to believe it. For Junior, for Sue, here in the Race Time Radio studio, I'm Joe Chisholm. That's going to do it for us. Have a great week, everybody, and get to the races next weekend. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent.